Inflation is still on a downward trend, but will it be enough for the Federal Reserve to put the brakes on interest rates? Thanks for checking out this week's Fastest 4 Minutes in Finance. I'm Scott Inman. Inflation data for June was released this week and showed that prices rose at the slowest annual pace since March 2021. And that was the beginning of our most recent high inflationary period. The Consumer Price Index was up 3% compared to June of 2022 and 0.2% over May. May's year-over-year increase was 4%. Core inflation, which takes out food and gas prices, was up 4.8% year-over-year, slightly lower than economists expected. There are still some areas where prices are continuing to rise at a much faster pace, though. The Shelter Index climbed a whopping 7.8% over the last year and 0.4% just in the last month. That was the largest contributor to the overall inflation rate. Auto insurance rates, clothing, recreation, and personal care items were all up, while energy prices plummeted 16.7% compared to last June. So what should we make of the latest numbers? Well, you could argue that we are returning to normal as the inflation rate is now close to the historical long-term average in the United States. This would seem to suggest that the Federal Reserve has accomplished its mission of raising interest rates to discourage demand, thereby lowering prices, and doing it all without tipping the economy into a recession. And while the stock market did respond favorably to the news when it was released this week, the Fed has signaled that we are not out of the woods yet. In fact, they've implied that when they took a pause in raising rates in June and in comments since, that there would still likely be more rate hikes in 2023. The market is banking on that as well, pricing in a 90% chance of that happening later this month. Why is the Fed still so aggressive in its approach? Well, they state publicly that their preferred inflation rate is 2%, and we're still not quite there yet. Also, while the inflation rate is the number that has received the most headlines over the past two years, the Fed is also looking at other data to make its decisions. One of those data pieces is the labor market. On July 7th, the June jobs report was released, showing the economy added 209,000 jobs, which was slightly less than expected, and indicated that the labor market is cooling, and that's what the Fed wants to see. But the unemployment rate was 3.6%. That's lower than the month before. Average hourly earnings were up 4.4% year over year. These are strong job numbers and would seem to be good news. But the Fed may interpret them as bad news because it may spur demand and continue the inflation battle. Bottom line here is we seem to be winning battles but have not yet won the war. By the time the Fed calls off the rate hikes, we could be in a recession. First Trust Chief Economist Brian Westbury warned earlier this week that the stock market is currently overvalued in his estimation and the investors are taking the good economic news and becoming overly optimistic. Westbury says that he believes there will still be a significant pullback in the near future. However, as we are fond of saying here, the news is never as good or as bad as it seems. Your investment strategy should approach stocks as long-term investments, and you should never wait until the storm calms before deciding if you're going to invest. If you do, the ship may have already sailed. Thanks for listening. 
You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and GenWealth Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.